0: If you're not in pain or if you're not stressed, you're gonna be nicer to your kids and you're gonna be nicer to your wife and you're gonna be nicer to your employees. The technology that we use, there's light that comes in through the skull and measures the oxygenated blood flow to the prefrontal cortex. The stronger prefrontal cortex, better decision-making. Mendy is about giving the physical ability for people to be able to make better decisions and better choices and live better lives. We wanna make it available to everybody regardless of
1: Students. Welcome back
2: to the Melanie Avalon Biohacking Podcast. Okay, friends, you are in for a treat in today's episode. I had been wanting to do an episode on neurofeedback for so long. Actually, I'd been wanting to learn about neurofeedback for so long. So, this was really an incredible, immersive experience for me personally. And I talk about this in the episode, I am concerned about the Bluetooth that is emitted from the Mindy device. So if you are at all EMF sensitive, definitely keep that in mind. I do believe for a lot of people, the cost benefit is completely worth it. I've really enjoyed using Mindy, but I do want to give that disclaimer because you guys know that reducing EMF exposure is so, so important to me. All of that said, if after listening you would like to get your own Mindy device, you can go to Melanieavalon.com/slash Mindy. That's M-E-N-D-I. And Moha was so kind. You can actually get 20% off a Mendy device with the coupon code Melanie20. So that's M-E-L-A-N-I-E 20. For 20% off a Mindy device at melanieavalon.com slash that's M-E-N-D-I. The show notes for today's episode will be at melanieavalon.com slash neurofeedback. Those show notes will have a full transcript, so definitely check that out. There will be two episode giveaways for this episode. One will be in my Facebook group, IF Biohackers, Intermittent Fasting Plus Real Foods Plus Life. Comment something you learned or something that resonated with you on the pinned post to enter to win something that I love. And then check out my Instagram, find the Friday announcement post. And again, comment there to enter to win something that I love. And I can't wait to hear what you guys think about everything that we talk about in today's episode. We talk about addressing mental health things like ADHD, physical health, like sleep, personality and emotions, making money and becoming invested in projects, the benefits of, I think it's FNIRS. I feel like I should remember that from the episode. It's F-N-I-R-S. How Mindy might just revolutionize the mental health of our world and so much more. I have a very exciting announcement, friends. I have officially launched a TikTok channel. I've been on Instagram for a while, but it is time for TikTok. And with the channel, I'm going to be posting daily, very high quality, awesome biohacking content, tips and tricks, things from my life. And I really want to bring the glam to biohacking because I feel like biohacking can be very male centric or focused on a certain type of person and I just want to break that stereotype and bring all the sparkles. So please join me there. My handle is Melanie Avalon Official. Please let me know what you'd like to see from me, what you think of the content. I do feel pretty shy about it. So please join me so that we can be friends and just go on the most epic biohacking adventure. Okay, friends, spirulina update. It is still coming. I know it's been taking a while. It's just because I want to make the most ideal spirulina tablets on the market ones that are tested for purity and potency and to be free of all pesticides and just the highest quality. So we've got that spirulina source. It tastes awesome. The issue we're experiencing is that in order to make it into tablets, it requires another ingredient. If you are currently taking spirulina tablets and they say they are one ingredient, they are not one ingredient. There is something in there that is helping to keep that structure. So we're trying to figure out which route to go with this. It's really fun because I keep trying different samples. I think I know which one I like the most, but we'll see which one I end up picking. Either way, I really love the taste of our spirulina. It doesn't taste fishy or LGE, and I really experience the benefits. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, you can get my other Avalon X supplements at avalonx.us I take it daily. It is one of the most important supplements in my arsenal. This is the new year. Start it off right. Get some serapeptase. You can get 10% off with the coupon code Melanie Avalon, as well as a 20% off code when you text Avalon X to 877-861-8318. That's Avalon X to 877-861-8318. Those codes will also work with my fantastic partner, MDLogic Health. For that, go to melanieavalon.com MDLogic. And of course, all of my supplements I formulated to be the very best on the market. They're tested multiple times for heavy metals and mold. They're free of all common allergens as well as problematic fillers, which goes back to that whole spirulina formulation issue I was talking about. You can learn about the compounds, create your own list to share and print, and finally take charge of your food sensitivities. It is a top Apple app, often in the top 10 for the Apple food and drinks charts. And friends get it now because I'm going to be updating it to a subscription basis soon. So you definitely want to get grandfathered in for life at one super low price. on a mission to change this every single ingredient is extensively tested to be safe for your skin so you can truly feel good about what you put on and their products really work i am obsessed with their overnight resurfacing peel their vitamin C serum. They have shampoo and conditioner skincare lines for every skin type and incredible makeup. It's so amazing that Tina Fey actually wore all beauty counter makeup when she hosted the golden globes. So yes, it is high definition camera ready. You can shop with me at beautycounter.com slash Melanie Avalon and use the coupon code clean for all 20 to get 20% off site-wide. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the show. I am so incredibly excited about the conversation that I'm about to have. So here is the backstory on today's conversation. Something that is talked about a lot and explored a lot in the biohacking sphere is the concept of neurofeedback. And this might come as a surprise to the audience, but I actually had never done anything personally related to neurofeedback, despite hearing about it all the time in this sphere. So I was very excited when I was approached by a company called Mindy for their neurofeedback device. And it's actually a, we'll talk about this in the episode, but it actually uses FNIRS, which is Functional Near Infrared spectroscopy neurofeedback. I hope I said that right. So I was really, really intrigued because they make an at-home device that you put on your head and can engage in this protocol to to do this neurofeedback training. My concern with the device was, as you guys know, I am very much aware of the potential issues with EMFs and launching an EMF blocking line. So I was a little bit unsure about the EMF exposure from the device, I actually reached out. I believe we have a mutual friend, Dave Asprey. I reached out to him. I was like, what do you think about this Mindy device? Because I he talks about it in his book. I think in his most recent book, he actually talks about it. And so he said that it was completely 100% worth it, that it was minimal EMF exposure. And you know the cost benefit was just really up there with what you could experience. And I asked some other people as well and did my own research. And and decided I thought that there was a lot of value here. I actually got the device myself, and I've been using it, so I'm really excited to share my experience and ask questions about it. And at the very least, I've been definitely needing to do a deep dive into neurofeedback and what that all is. So I am so honored to be here today with Moha Sofia. He just told me how to say his last name. He is the CEO of Mindy. I've been listening to a lot of conversations that he's had with other people, and he seems to have a very interesting backstory. So Moha, and I'll let listeners know right now he's in Dubai at midnight doing this interview. So I'm just so, so grateful. I have so many questions. Moha, thank you so much for being here.
0: Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
2: So to get things started, your personal story, could you share listeners and with me a little bit about that? So you're a really active angel investor. I'm dying to know, how do you, well, first of all, I'm just dying to know about your personal story and what led you to being involved with Mindy, but what makes you decide what to invest in? I know you did something really big with like a phishing app <laughs> in the past. Like, how do you decide what to pursue with your projects?
0: Well, I, I think a lot of that has has actually changed with time. It's as as, you know, when you're not broke completely, you can make better decisions and kind of like have a criteria that's more a little bit more holistic and a little bit more thought out than when you're just trying to pay the bills right so the fishing app was actually right after I'd gotten to Sweden from Libya my time there it was basically i needed a job and needed some money and i didn't really give a shit about fishing or did i have any background in software and i basically just confidently said hey i think i can you know use my analog people skills and the basics that you know a, a, a normal Costa Rican would have in order to, you know, those survival instincts to be able to scale this. And and it worked out pretty well. And that turned out to be my first exit. It was a fishing app that we scaled out of old Tampa Bay, Florida called Fishbrain.
2: I just find that so incredibly interesting, especially the concept, because you mentioned it briefly, like the concept of of money involved with everything, because I think money gets painted kind of with a a negative light in our world. Like you shouldn't want money or money doesn't buy happiness, but it is so helpful to support what you actually want to do in life. And so I, I, am just really I'm just really intrigued by the concept of, of money. (laughs) Do you have thoughts on money?
0: Well, well, I mean, it's, it's, it's very hard to be a good father if you can't, you know, if you're struggling to pay rent and if you're like, it's very hard to be a, you know, a loving mother that is listening to you know her son's problems or her you know daughter's problems. If you're thinking about you know getting food to the table, right? So it's money is a, is a huge thing, and money gets demonized, but money in the right hands is really the way that we change the world and make the world better, right? It's it's basically how those resources get used. It's not basically. Yeah, th- th- there is this trend to just demonize money. And there's this trend of people that haven't understood that struggle or haven't lived through the struggle of not having any money. Just, you know, people that are, you know, very, very wealthy. And then it turns into, Oh, we don't care about money. You know, we're going to just move to India and just live off the, you know, these trees. It's, it's, it's bullshit. Basically money is a very important way is a very important tool in giving you the freedom to be the best version of yourself.
2: That's exactly how I feel and I didn't anticipate this conversation going this way but I am so enjoying this. Have you ever thought about how sometimes I'll just sit and think about money and how it literally is it's everybody just agreeing to something. Like it's not real. (laughs) Like it's, it's basically everybody, everybody decided that something is worth some sort of value. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like an actual real thing. And that, that that's just fascinating to me. Like if we all just had a different idea, that would all change actually. So do you identify as an investor? Is that like, what would you call yourself?
0: I think what I am is I'm a Costa Rican guy. That's very fortunate to, to meet a lot of great people from all over the world that are much smarter than I am, that are very passionate about things. And if I assess that I believe in them and I like what they stand for, then I'll get involved in their projects. And to me, it it just becomes, it's kind of, you know, I grew up with not much family being, you know, the son of Libyan immigrants in Costa Rica. It was just like, I've kind of had to build a life where the projects that I get involved in kind of become my family. So I I have a lot of family members that happen to be the founders and the people that work in these companies. And it's just these magical journeys. Imagine if you could be, you know, when you have one project that you're really, really excited about and you're like, you know, you want to start whatever. You want to start a a bike repair shop and you're really excited about, you're really into bikes. Now imagine if you could magnify that, multiply it by a hundred because you're getting involved with a hundred founders and they all have their own bike repair shop that they want to turn into the biggest thing in the world. Like I I literally have the most exciting life in the world, you know, where I have, I get to, to listen to people's ideas and how they're going to bring them to fruition and how they're going to change the world and how they're going to solve something. And some of them are like more, you know, things that don't, save the world, but I'll still, you know, I'll invest in them if I like the team and I like what they stand for and I'll invest in, in anything. I'm very agnostic. I invest in people, not in, not in companies, not in projects, not in verticals, not in concepts. I I invest in people that I want to go, that I want to bring into my family and I want to travel with and I want to have dinners with and, and I want to help and I want to be, you know, in touch with.
2: I completely understand. I just know for me, when I made my first product personally, it sparked this magical entrepreneurship type drive, and I just wanted to make all the things. And so hearing what you're saying, it sounds like a similar thing, except not you specifically making your products, but you know, having that vibe and creating it through all these people, which is so expansive beyond just you. That's amazing. So, Mindy, how did you first get connected with the company?
0: So when well you brought up the the fishing app right which I I don't think about that often that was almost a decade ago that was 2014 I had that exit 2015 that's what eight years ago during that time I was part of the like the startup ecosystem which was starting to boom in Stockholm Sweden which is the you know the unicorn factory of of Europe it's the like the second it's the number two birthplace of unicorns after Silicon valley it's just so many great companies come out of everybody knows spotify but there's actually a lot of great companies that come out of there you know so when fishbrain was like one of the cool kids back then like you know the up-and-coming company you know kind of like word got out that there's this costa rican guy that's doing this crazy stuff and, and helping scale it through through you know some creative things and i actually had this kid come up to me at an after work and and just like Apparently, have a beer with me. I don't remember this, but he does. His name is Sammy, and he eventually reached out to me years after, and he, you know, started calling me and calling me and messaging me on, on, you know, on Facebook Messenger, saying, "Hey, I need to show you this thing we're building. I need to show you this thing me and my partner are building. You got to see this thing me and Rickard are building." And I eventually, you know, gave in and I was like, "All right, you have 15 minutes. Pitch me this thing." And yeah, so I can't take credit for that. I've never started anything myself. I I don't think I'm. smart enough to have, see something through from, from beginning to end. Like I'm not the most creative person in the world. I'm fairly, I'm not great with colors. Like I'm, I I have so many limitations, but I have a couple of decent qualities, I guess, that attract amazing, amazing people that are, that, that do fantastic things that are super capable. And Mendy's just another case, you know, where they came to me they showed it to me and i think it was a blessing that i'm so quote unquote messed up and that you know i've got so many issues myself where it was like obviously i was a little suspicious about it and i was like all right well if this guy is saying that it it helps with this and it helps with that and it helps with adhd and depression and anxiety and insomnia and and headaches and you know migraines and, and focus and i was like well you know what if 90% Ninety percent of what this guy is saying is bullshit. This is definitely worth investing in. Like off that ten percent, I'll you know I'll take that bet any day of the week. But the 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 real magic happened when I started. I did a session and I started using it, and I you know my PTSD, which is very bad from my time in Libya. I have nightmares every night. It literally went from waking up four or five times a night. Literally, just you know, just constant nightmares drinking a lot of alcohol at the time it turned into shit I had one nightmare this week so it was for me it was life-changing it was dramatic and I always joke and I'm not a scientist even though Mendy is very science heavy like we're a very science heavy company it neuroscience our head of content is a neuroscientist like everybody is like there's so many scientists at Mendy I am not one of them I barely graduated high school but what I you know what I like to joke and say is that the more the more messed up you are, the more things you have to fix, the more dramatic the kind of like the effects are. It's a very non scientific way of explaining it, but it but it makes a lot of sense for me. Having ADHD, bad PTSD from from my time in Libya, you know, having emotional regulation issues my whole life, you know, where which is one of the reasons why I've always done fasting. For example, it's because of you know I'm compulsive. And it's easier to eat nothing and then binge than to you know th- th- than to just have three giant meals, and you know i'd I'd weigh three hundred pounds. So for me, it was one of those things where I'm like, shit, I'm feeling a lot better. you know, I'm feeling really calm. And you know, I had an ex- girlfriend of mine who I'm still very, very close to, and she came up to me. she's like, "Why are you so nice? We're talking about within a matter of three weeks or so. And I'm like, that, that is so insulting to ask me why I am so nice. Like it's really making me analyze because. Everybody's saying that to me. It's like, why are you so nice? I'm like, shit. How bad am I, you know? And uh, and that's when you realize it. You know, if you feel better, you know, you're nicer. And and if and if you're not in pain, or if you're not stressed, or if you're not underslept, you're going to be nicer to your kids, and you're going to be nicer to your wife, and you're going to be nicer to your your employees, and you know, and and so on and so forth. It's no different than the money example. You know, if you've got more money, you're going to be you know, you're, you're going to be compelled to not obsess about it. And it will actually open up a venue for you to be a more complete person. And obviously there's exceptions to every rule, but for me, it was, I came into it as a user. Yeah. As, as somebody that needed the help and, and it turned into an obsession because I'm thinking, how is it that I have to find this at age 40 while I'm living in the first world in Sweden, which is one of the most advanced countries in the world. I'm a multimillionaire. I have the, you know, the smartest people in the world around me. And I just found out about this right now. That tells me that, you know, a 40 year old in Costa Rica, which is where I'm from, doesn't have a chance. Like that's just not going to happen, you know, or, uh, you know, somebody in, 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 in a remote part of the world is just doesn't have a chance. Right. And that's when the whole mission to democ- to democratize this and eventually it will be to give it to everybody without them having to pay out of pocket, which we intend to make happen within the next two and a half years. And it's the reason why I've been called a communist a few times. That that is um I'm definitely not. You know, that's where we're going with this, because people should not have to make a choice between feeding their kids and giving them amenities. So for us, we we want to play our role and we wanna. Yeah, make it available to everybody regardless of how little or how much money they have.
2: So many things. One, I'm the same way with the fasting. Like, Because people will say that fasting requires, people who haven't done it will say it requires so much self-control. But for me, the idea of controlling my eating while eating constantly throughout the day is so taxing on self-control. Like I'd rather just not eat. (laughs) and then eat all the things. How long ago was it that you first tried Mindy and how long had it been out on the market when you connected with them? Or was it not out yet?
0: So these guys, yeah. So I, I had a prototype. They hadn't launched yet, but they had a, they had working prototypes. I mean, the, the first working prototype that they had was when was it? It was beginning of 2018, which is you know a couple of years before I found out about them almost. And there's uh, there's a lot of funny stories about like kind of like the, the screw ups that they had because what you have to understand is that these two kids, I mean, they're way younger than I am and way smarter than I am. Sammy and Rickard, engineer from KTH, was like the MIT of, of Sweden you know these guys had to figure it out because nobody had done this you know the neurofeedback is something that they had personally benefited from sammy in particular who's uh, one of the founders this is a guy that had crippling anxiety like just horrifying anxiety and like many people do what he did is he went down the meditation rabbit hole and he got really deep into the meditation and then he's one of those types of personalities where he'll start finding, he's always asking what's next, what's the next level, that kind of person. Super curious and super like inquisitive personality. And what he did is then he discovered neurofeedback. So he went to the U.S. He lives in Sweden, obviously. The whole team is based in Stockholm, Sweden, Northern Europe. What he did is he went to the U.S. He started, you know, he paid for these courses. He did all these uh, programs, all this stuff. At this point, I haven't heard of the term neurofeedback, nor did I have any interest in, even in neuroscience, to be honest. So he goes there, he starts doing this. He, You know, his, he's so into it. His chain, like he's really improved. Like he feels so much better and all this. He ends up buying a machine and eventually he gets to the point where he sets up a clinic because he's like, okay, now I need to share this with people. And, you know, his whole thing was like, you know, I can only help like five people a day. Like there's only one of me I bought this machine worth, I don't know, $10,000, 20000 and people come to my clinic and it's like, you know, there, there's, this doesn't scale. Like how many people can I help? Yeah, of course. They, you know, he had some executives, some athletes, people with like anxiety or whatever it is and, and they would get better. But he's like, well, there must be a way of helping people, you know, a million at a time and not one at a time. And then the other guy, Rickard Eckloff came in for a consultation and he just happened to be the guy that builds all the touch screens and the light technologies for Sony Ericsson and all these companies. And he's like one of the, like the most knowledgeable guys in the world at building this stuff. So he walks in, he looks at the machine, they start talking, you know, I mean, serendipitous moment. He's like, well, I can build this and we can get it to everybody in the world. And that's when Mendy started. And about 19, 20 months later, they, they tapped me and I came on board as their first angel investor.
2: The original technology he was using, was it EEG or was it the FNIRS that Mindy uses technology?
0: So the FNIRS that they built, FNIRS has a lot of advantages. I don't know if you saw this, but Bloomberg about three weeks, a month ago, literally came out and they were talking about FNIRS and they literally had, uh, you know, they they were actually doing a Mindy session on this show. We, We were like surprised to see it. And, you know, it's, it's exciting because all these things are happening. Here's is, is very accurate. Our technology is comparable to it. it. You know, it's been validated against clinical grade equipment. It's lab grade equipment. So it's, it's a device that just because it's not very extensive does not mean that it's not very high tech and very, very, very high quality. Actually, the the idea when Mendy launched was to sell the device for about four times more than it costs. That was me coming in and saying we're not doing that because people can't afford it. And for me, it's never been about really about the margins. It's been about the access. I, I just hate the word exclusivity. Like I need this to be inclusive to everybody. The technology that he was using, I believe, might have been EEG. I'm not completely familiar with it, but it was clear back then that that. NEARS had never been done in a way, well, for NEARS, if you know the difference between EEG and NEARS, functional near-infrared spectroscopy, the technology that we use, what it does is there's light that comes in through the skull and measures the oxygenated blood flow to the prefrontal cortex and in response to neural activation. And what that is going to do is in real time, you're going to be playing a game and it's going to show you what is happening in your brain as you increase the neural activity in your brain. What this is going to do is it's going to strengthen your prefrontal cortex. And what that's going to do is a a stronger prefrontal cortex will have better agency. It will have better control over, for example, your emotions. So whatever it is, whether it's that you're one of those people that can't have a drink and... Put the bottle down, you know, it will give you better decision making. It will make you not have the, you know, the fifth bag of chips. It will also help you make better decisions. It will make it easier for you to get up and go to the gym in the morning. At the same time, it will make you feel, you know, less anxious. It will make you feel less jittery. It will help with things like panic attacks. It will help with things like anxiety, ADHD. You have to remember we have 33,000 users and we have thousands of people reporting. Be- improvements that range from everything from, you know, from just feeling better to, and 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 conditions that we, I just mentioned to everything like portion control, people being able, and we're talking about dozens and dozens of people they are saying, hey, I can lose weight. This thing is helping me lose weight. And you'd say, well, it's ridiculous. Well, when you think about it as a stronger prefrontal cortex, better decision-making is going to make it easier for you to have smaller portions or make whatever decision it is that you want to make, you know, study for your exams or whatever. And that is why Sneers really came into it. And, w- and we believe that Sneers is a f- is the future, but that there's a combination of things. That's why we truly believe in integrating with everything, whether it's, you know, EEG to Aura Ring or Whoop or Apple Health or, you know, we we are, what we're building is an integrated device that integrates with everything that gives you, You know, a brain biomarker monitoring tool for precision diagnostics, for example. For example, long-term behavior and health is very much determined by the brain activity in the morning. When you go to a psychologist, for example, like in psychiatry, for example, you will just go and you will see somebody on a specific day at a specific time, the assessment is not that accurate. But imagine if you were measuring every day at the same time, you would get a lot clearer and you're connecting the measurements from different devices. We're talking about it's a different level of understanding our bodies and our health and predicting and preventing and improving.
2: Hi, friends. Seating is limited. They do sell out. They sold out last year. So get your ticket now. And if you come, definitely let me know because I want to meet you. So hopefully, see you guys in Dallas. MelanieAvalon.com slash biohacking conference with coupon code BC Melanie. Get your tickets now. I'll see you guys there. I love this. And so now I'm learning in real time. So you pronounce it Feneers. Feneers. Okay. <laughs> so that's the way to I was like, what do you how do we actually call this? Yeah. So I went down the the rabbit hole reading all the studies about veneers versus EEG and it was really fascinating. And you guys did have a published study, and I'll put links to all of this in the show notes, but it was called Validation of a Consumer Grade Functional Near Infrared Spectro. I can't even say the word spectroscopy device for measurement of frontal pole brain oxygenation, an interim report and it found that basically comparing mindy to you know clinical devices I, the one they compared it to was called biopac they found that it was comparable uh, correlated 0.81 for, I guess, accuracy of the um, of the results. And th- the conclusion was that it is promising that the mini device provides valid measurements of brain activity at the group level and that the device may well be used for studies outside the laboratory. So that was super cool to read. So I, I do have some questions about the actual process because you know the majority of listeners listening right now will not have tried Mindy, so they don't really know what to expect or what the whole program looks like. So basically you you put on this headset device, which I am holding in my hand right now. You have the app, which it syncs to via Bluetooth, and there's this <laughs> little, it's so like comforting and calming, but it's this ball that rolls and is like moving forward and you look at the ball and it rises up based on how you're, I guess, concentrating on it. And it gives you little star reward things, which we can talk about. One of my biggest questions, just engaging in the program is, and maybe, and I'm wondering if I, cause I know when I first signed up for the app, A video came up, I think an instructional video, but then I clicked out of it and then I didn't see it again. So I don't know if I missed like an instructional video in the app, but I did find that there, like, I kind of just jumped in and I wasn't really sure what to do except look at the ball. And what was interesting was in one of the studies I was reading about, Fineers, it was talking about the role of. Instructions and whether or not those are actually even helpful to tell the user how to interact with the neurofeedback program. And it was saying that some people think that it's actually detrimental to be to have an overwhelming amount of instructions. So my question here, because when I'm engaging with the program, at first I was just like, "What am I supposed to be doing?" And (laughs) and like I stare at the ball and it goes up, and then I'm like over analyzing. I'm like, "Wait, did like what did I do to make that happen?" And how is this happening? So question is, for the user experiencing this program, what is the role of what they're actually trying to do at that moment in the program?
0: That's a really, that's a really good question. By the way, when you, when you go into the Mendy app, there's a lot of content, a lot of stuff, a lot of videos that you can go in that will explain to you exactly how different parts of the brain work, exactly what you're doing. There's, there's consistently, you know, content and stuff being added by, you know, some of the best you know, scientists and, and a, lo- a lot of really, really interesting stuff. But what you, ha- what you mentioned is actually a really good point. You have to understand that imagine that you've never done a pull-up in your life. Like nobody's even shown you how to do a pull-up. And now you're trying to figure it out by yourself. This is basically what we're talking about here. You're going in there and you're trying to figure out how to train your brain, how to exercise your brain, how to control this ball, you know, do the pull-up, if you will, and it's one of those things where it's counterintuitive to try too hard. You basically need to find that soft spot. You need to find that you know, that that focus without trying too hard. It sounds hard, but once you get it, you get it. And once you get it, it translates into different parts of your life. But basically, the premise of the game, and there are five other games that we're going to release, we have 33,000 users now using that one game that you've played, that you've been playing. But there are other games that we release. The thing is, everything that we do gets done, you know, with a very scientific purpose. It's not like we're just launching, you know, Candy Crush and you're, you know, understand it's not, it's not just games for the sake of games. Everything has a purpose. There's some assessment tests, obviously, that that have been, uh, that, are, that are, that we're inputting now. There, there's a, there's a series we're we're getting to the app that we want to build, this brain super app basically what you're doing with the game as it is presently right now is you want to relax and you want to control the ball. You want to make the ball rise and you want to hold it steady. So what you want to do is you want to be able to hold it for as long as you can. And you want to be in control of the ball. You don't want to lose control of the ball. So what you'll notice is that if you, for example, if I tickle you, if I'm next to you, you're doing it, you know, whatever, if I, Talk to you. If I say something, I distract you, the ball is going to fall. What's normally going to happen is that you're going to get stressed. You're going to get like anxiety, you're going to be, you know, whatever it is. And it's going to be harder to lift it up. So you need to teach yourself how to stay in that cool zone where you're just in the flow. You need to teach yourself to block out the noise and just be in the flow. And you know, at first you you, you've got that sense of, oh, the frustration. How is it that I can get in the zone? Well, that's what you're trying to do you need to figure out how to not feel that frustration and just get into it and once you get there you get there and some people are great at it from the beginning people that meditate are a lot are are, are way better for example i'm somebody that's never meditated so i i came into mendy was my first you know experience in anything related to this space to me like Meditating is, you know, lifting some weights. Like it's like I'm going for a run. Like I, I wouldn't know something else. Like it makes no sense to me to meditate, you know? And then Mendy kind of became the training wheels and it was this visualized, more powerful, gamified with numbers. Like I can understand that, right? If you're, if you're just lifting things and you don't know how much they weigh, you can't really improve. You can't get stronger. Or if you're running on a treadmill and you have no idea if you're running at four or at 15. You know, that's probably not the best, I mean, better than not doing anything, but it's probably not the best way to improve your, you know, your, your health, your cardiovascular health or whatever. So having the measurements is very, very, very important. Having something that you can aim for and that you can push and that you can track over time is, is game changing. And the, the way that you learn how to beat these games, how to clear up the images and the movies and how to I think I'm giving you a little bit like some, some insights into the games that are going to be released afterwards. But, you know, the way that you do all these things is that you just relax and you just get into that zone where everything is clicking. You know, when you're in the zone, you're just, you know, you're hitting those three pointers, you just can't miss. And that's kind of like what you want to become the default for when you're under stress or when you're need to perform, you know, when you need to perform, when you're, when you're going into a test or when your kids are sick and you need to take them to the hospital and your partner is not available and you need to, you can't lose your shit and start screaming. You need to be cool and you need to pick them up and you can say, get in the car and put on your seatbelt and take them. That is the difference between a great day and possibly a disaster. You know, I've mentioned this a few times. There's studies being done in Sweden with violent offenders with, you know, young criminals. And what they realize is that. There is a lack of activation of oxygenated blood flow in the prefrontal cortex, and that is something that they have across the board. And if you were to snap your fingers and put more oxygenated blood flow to their prefrontal cortex, they probably wouldn't stab each other or they wouldn't go and commit the crimes that they do because that is how, you know, th- that is the first thing that happens when somebody panics when somebody gets stressed when somebody gets scared or when somebody gets angry is that the oxygenated blood flow from the prefrontal cortex just goes away, you know, and then the amygdala takes over. It's basically like, you know, the little kids are running the house. So they're eating cookies and they're eating ice cream and they're drinking alcohol, you know, and it's, it's a nightmare because there's nobody there to supervise, you know, and that's basically what happens. And that's the reason why, you know, parents beat their kids and, and they can't control it, literally. Or an alcoholic starts drinking and, and can't control it, can't stop themselves because it's literally, a, it's a physical thing. It's a, it's a biological thing. They just literally don't have the ability to. And Mendy gives them the ability.
2: Kind of reminds me of The Matrix in the beginning when he's trying to bend the spoon and doesn't really know like how to bend the spoon, doesn't really have instructions. <laughs> and it's kind of the experience with this because you're just, you know, our figuring it out with your mind and that is the exercise and that is you know training the mind so I was looking, reading the studies about the differences between EEG versus finiers, and I was talking about how some of the benefits of finiers is that it it's not as susceptible to issues with movement basically it could be more accurate in a lot of situations but it was also saying how it was really independent on a person's physical features like their actual head and their hair <laughs> and their scalp so I noticed there wasn't unless I like missed it, there wasn't a calibration track that I was aware of. Does, does it calibrate to the person?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it calibrates is, you know, when, when you put it on, it's actually calibrating when you get the brain like that, it, it's actually device calibrating. So you can use the same, you can, you can use the same device, for example, for you. And then for, you know, your little brother, you know, and, and it's, you know, just, it, it calibrates automatically. And that's one of the, the big advantages, like Mendy is one of those things that I always do it like a, when I'm like in a cab or when I'm on a flight, I'll do a Mendy session. With, with EEG, for example, and some of the other technologies is that they're very, it's like intrusive. It's like very hard. You've got to put gel and you've got to put like dry electrodes. You got to, there's a lot of assembly. With Mendy, you literally just press a button and you put it on. Another thing that you were talking about was that, was the EMF or whatever, the that you were speaking to, to Dave Asprey or Luke Story was also asking about it. Like he, he was very interested in it. And he's like, yeah, well, the, the, the levels are minimal. Think of it this way. It has the same amount, I believe, or less than headphones. And many do you use for five, 10 minutes a day. Your headphones you wear the whole day. So it's, if you think about it, it's such a minimal amount that you're getting that it's, it's, it's completely negligible.
2: Compared to wired headphones or like AirPods?
0: I think any. I, like I'm, I'm wearing AirPods now and I believe it has a lot. Uh, it has probably the same amount, except I'm going to wear these for two hours while we're doing this podcast. Right. And I've been wearing them probably the whole day, as opposed to Mendy where you just put it on for five, 10 minutes and you get the benefits and it improves it. And it's, it's definitely, yeah, something that, that is I, I think and I, you know, I I'm, I'm trying to be as objective as possible. It's definitely worth it. You know, it's 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 worth doing it. It's really not something that I yeah, that I that I feel any of the people that are very concerned with it, even people that don't wear headphones and stuff, like they they don't seem too concerned with it because it's like it outweighs, you know, I it outweighs that by so much the benefits that you get that they're all like, you know, even Luke's story, like a lot of these guys they're like very into this, like very kind of like obsessive about it. They're like, oh yeah, this is definitely worth doing either way. I'll do this every day for five, 10 minutes and definitely not an issue at all.
2: Gotcha. The reason I was asking was the first product we're launching with my EMF blocking product line is air tubes. So like completely EMF free headphones, essentially. I'm very excited. They're going to come in rose gold and black. (laughs) That is awesome. Do you think there's probably not? Do you think there's any Potential of them making a wired version. Like I know brain tap, like they, you can turn off the Bluetooth and then you can do it wired.
0: I honestly wouldn't know. I think Rickard or, 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 or or one of the people on the, on that side, on the hardware firmware side would know better than I would.
2: Gotcha. Cool. I, so I have a, a sunlight and sauna, which is the one where you, I have the, the one that you lay down inside of. So your head is still out of it. So I've been doing it in that but then I was wondering because that's increasing blood flow like that's like speeding up my heart rate would that be an issue for doing the device like you could compare it to basically doing Mindy while exercising but I'm just laying there.
0: I was having a conversation about saunas last night actually a lot of late nights when I'm traveling now that I'm in Dubai for example because everybody's in the U.S. and and I was talking to, to, to Brian and Mila, a couple of great friends of mine that, that have us on company. And we were talking about, like, we had a, a couple of you know, people on, on the call with us. And, you know, the science says that, for example, in order to beat, you know, anxiety and depression, like, it's like, it, it would be a very powerful combination. What you, what you might be talking about is that, you know, there are factors where you can basically hack the signal, to put it that way. So if you're just lying down and you're letting gravity do the work or something like that, it's just think of it this way. It's like if I'm doing bench presses in the water, you know, and it's a lot easier to lift them, am I really making my chest that much stronger? So are there tons of benefits to sauna? 100%. Are there tons of benefits to Mendy? Yes. But the benefits to Mendy come when you sit still and you do it right, basically, where you just let your... You, you just let your brain do the work. There's people, and obviously I, we've got 33,000 users, might be 34 by now, the number goes up quickly. Basically, you, you'd have people that are always trying to get better scores and are trying to beat other scores and trying to beat their spouse or whatever. And so you'll have people that'll be like, you know, doing pushups while they're doing their meditation session and all that, and what you're doing there is you're cheating the, the signal. Like, it's, it's like getting the squat rack you know, we get, we take the fives and we draw four in front of them and it's the 45s. It's like, you're not becoming stronger. You're just lying to yourself. You're just cheating, right? So it's, I wouldn't know the technical answer, but what I will say is that in order to get the benefits from Mendy is it's about learning how to control your brain, right? If you're just passively lying there and letting it happen, there may be benefits, but it's not the intended use
2: basically my, cause I do my sauna session every night and that's the time. That's like my hour where I am just laying there. So it's like the perfect time to do Mindy. But then I was thinking, oh no, if I'm speeding up my blood flow, it might be affecting, you know, the, the program. So what I did last night was I was like, I'll just turn on the sauna a tiny bit. So maybe it's like, (laughs) maybe it's not like making me too hot.
0: It's actually funny because I, so yesterday one of the things that we, we're talking about is passing it on to the science team and getting our a, Asana and Mendy protocol going. So I, I could have an, I could have an answer about this for you within maybe a week or a week. Yeah. week or two. Yeah. I can exact, yeah. A science, an actual scientific answer.
2: Thank you. Good. And I can include it in the intro and what you can clarify with them, like the sunlight and one that I'm using, my head is not in the sauna. So it's just my body, but it like I said, it still has an effect on you know blood flow. Like I feel my heart speed up, yeah. And then I made the mistake of turning on because the sunlight has chromotherapy, so you can turn on these lights. So I turned that on, and then the ball like shot through the roof. I was like, oh, okay, we're not gonna, gonna not gonna use these lights.
0: I, I think that it's, it's fair to say that that's hacking the signal. I mean, remember it's it's based it's based on light, right? So if you If you mess with too much light, then you're gonna completely disturb the signal.
2: It knows though, if listeners are curious, so it'll it'll comment. It'll be like, Are you moving too much? (laughs) Or it'll be like, Did you are you in direct sunlight? I'm like, Oh, it knows. (laughs) Do you know if level of intelligence plays a role in in this as far as like just like baseline objective intelligent number if IQ? If it correlates to people's performance,
0: I really feel like you should have gotten one of the scientists on this. No, I wouldn't. I honestly, I honestly would know. Honestly, would know. I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'm any smarter, but I definitely feel better and I perform better. But I really don't know.
2: Okay, bring it back. Bring it back to user experience. What about if people have like caffeine in them or are sleep deprived or you know their baseline state when they're doing it? Can they do it from any state?
0: Well, again. Regulating your, your brain, having more control over your brain and being able to regulate your emotions. What it's going to do is it's going to give you a better ability to sleep. So it's going to make it better for you, you know, across the board. Sleep would be one of those things. So it's, it, it becomes like a chicken and egg type situation because using the Mendy will actually train you to sleep better. It will train you to be less angry and less stressed and more focused. But increasing your focus is going to help you with things like sleep. So it's, yeah, I, I think it comes back around, if that makes sense.
2: And what is at the end, you get a commitment and a performance score. What is meant by the commitment score and the performance?
0: So I've seen you, I follow you on Instagram. So you're, you're an extremely fit person, right? You're, you clearly train a lot. You, you're, you know, once you've got your six pack, you don't just say, all right, I'm taking my gym bag and I'm done. I've I've beaten, you know, physical exercise. Consistency is everything. You never really stop. Like you can't finish. You never really finish. And that's part of the whole thing. So basically what Mendy does is it rewards consistency. It rewards commitment. And it's got, you know, there's an algorithm where there's different scores that have different metrics. And those metrics come in so that you can end up having an accurate, brain assessment score now when you've got you know the the tests that you know the the uh, you know there's a series of tests that you get every you know certain amount of time then you can see those improvements in real time your performance improvements but yeah the consistency and your streaks and all those things and there's things that get edited uh, you know they, they get changed and there's a lot of you know testing that we do we're we're always testing right we're You know, our dev team, our science team, like there's always conversations of what is better, what is more, you know, what is more conducive to making people do the actual work. But what Mendy comes down to is really working. If, if you think about it, it's not something passive. It's actually active training. If you think about it, the closest thing to Mendy would be probably a treadmill, except this would be a treadmill for your brain or, you know, some dumbbells for your brain. That, that's really what it is. It's not something that you just put on, and it just massages your skin, and it just like you know massages your head, and there's nothing wrong with that. These are all good things. These are valuable things. You know, like getting a hug is a great thing. Getting a massage is a great thing. You know, having a sauna is a great thing. Having using some EEG like is a great thing. These are, you know, I I I don't I don't put down any of these things, and and the combination of things is is even more powerful than the individual elements. But what Mendy does is it's active training. You have to do the work. It's not, it's not for the lazy, basically. You have to go there. It's, you know, five, 10 minutes a day. Ten minutes a day is what we recommend. I many times do five minutes. What it will do is it will just set you up for success. You're just primed to have a great day and to perform whatever task you know, task you have at hand. If you've got a big interview that you're doing tomorrow, if you've got something big, you do a mending session, you're basically just aligning everything, getting yourself into the zone so that you can go out and you can perform at your best. There's a lot of athletes that do it. There's a lot of high performers that do it. But, you know, the average, you know, the average school kid, I mean, this is super powerful for the average school kid. I mean, you've got a classroom full of students. What it does is it measures their cognitive load. It, It measures their cognitive width. The, the neurofeedback can be, can be integrated in the classroom to track how relaxed, how distracted, how focused the students are not kind of like in the way that china does it so that we're you know monitoring and you know big brothering everybody it's more basically so that they can take control and they can basically be able to control their you know their focus and they can you know we can have kids that are that are performing better and that can basically be able to be more in control of their emotions, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's something they can take home. They can do, you know, they can do the brain training at home. They can, there, there's a lot of different implications for it. There's there's so many implications. Oh, Olaf Krieglson of the Olaf Krieglson Lab in the University of Victoria is doing some really interesting studies on this. Yeah, I mean, if, if you dig into the science and the stuff that's being done. One of the things when we had launched was people were like, oh, where are all the peer-reviewed studies and all this stuff? I'm like, my goodness, like, just such idiots. Because if you think about it, if something is new, there aren't 10,000 things about it. Like, that, that, that's basically what it is, right? Like, it's like, we, we don't know until we build it. And I'm very lucky in that I just came into a company where Rickard and Sammy built something that was like super you know, they were super daring, but they wanted to do. And it was just like, all right, we'll be the first to do this and we'll pave the way. And, you know, we, you know, that's when we started reaching out to the scientific community and being like, hey guys, what's happening here? How do we, how do we, how do we get this into the hands of people without over-promising and preying on their desperation? Because somebody that can't sleep will pay anything for something that will help them sleep. So basically, how do we ethically Put this into the hands of the person that needs it. How do we put this into the hands of the moha that is having nightmares without over promising and without? And that was like the balance, and that's why we have, you know, incredible people. Like, and, and we have all these scientists that are super, super, super ethical, super morally sound. You know, the I, I could name a bunch of them. I'm afraid I'd miss one or two, and then they'd be offended. But there's, there's, you can you can go into the the website. You can go into and see some of the people that we that we work with and collaborate with, and. You know, it's it's just great humans that really have the same interest in just learning and educating and not bullshitting and not overpromising. And we'd rather sell 33,000 devices, you know, being as factual as possible than 3 million by bullshitting and saying, you know, this is going to make you your life perfect, you know. So there's a lot, a lot to be gained from strengthening yourself. You know this as, as somebody that's that's a true biohacker and somebody that's all about optimizing yourself. But many people don't know it. Don't, many people don't know that they can train their brain and that they can teach themselves to not overthink about their ex that left them and cheated on them and like whatever it is that's bothering them, that they can actually do something about it. They can actually, you know, just decide not to think about it and not to obsess about it and get themselves to the gym. It's easier said than done, but it is a physical thing. If you have the strength to do it, that is that is huge. You know, people will look at a, at, a, at an alcoholic on the street and they'll be like, why don't you get up and get a job, like go take a shower. And it's it's such an asshole thing to do. You don't think those people would get up and, you know, put on a, you know, some nice clothes and go sleep in a nice bed like we do. Of course, they just don't have the ability. Mendy is about giving the physical ability for people to be able to make better decisions and better choices and live better lives.
2: Friends, you guys know I love wine. Do you love wine? I've done a lot of research on wine, and I truly believe there are a myriad of health benefits the longest-lived populations drink wine. The polyphenols have a ton of potential health benefits, activating anti-aging sirtuins, potentially supporting our immunity, maybe even encouraging weight loss. Yep, it's actually not alcohol that makes people gain weight. It's what they eat All right, now back to the show. I love that so much. And I actually had, you were talking about this, that exact thought about how active it is. I mentioned BrainTap earlier, which is another device I've used before and had on the show. And I was just thinking about how, like with BrainTap, I don't, have you used BrainTap before? I've not. It's like lights and sounds and things you listen to but it's very passive like it's lovely but it's it's very a pa- passive experience compared to this where it feels so active like I literally feel like I did a workout at the end <laughs> like, like wow
0: because, because because you did because you did I mean and, and I'm sure brain cap is great and a lot of these things are great like I would have in the early days I'd have people being like oh what do you think about Muse or whatever, like thinking I'm going to shit on muse or something. I'm like, I think it's great. I think it's lovely. It's, it's, it's fantastic. I think it helps a lot of people. I think if, uh, you know, if somebody's stressed and needs that, I mean, there's a value in all these things. I'm not out there saying this sucks. This is like, no, I think I like to believe that everybody's trying to do their best and everybody's trying to help people. We're just all trying to achieve it in different ways. And for us, it's a very clear thing where we're just not very money driven or sales driven and that's for us it's it's we're very mission driven our kpis are measured in lives changed it's literally we take our you know and and we're terrible at marketing to be honest like we don't really push a lot of these messages we, we there's so many stories so many incredible stories of lives that are improved but for us internally that's the kpi that we that we measure you know and when we talk about changing 100 million lives you know transforming 100 million lives like for us what that really entails is selling as few devices in order to help 100 million people, which is completely counterintuitive, you would think, because you would think you're selling at least 100 million devices in order to help 100 million people. But we're like, well, if every f- device can be used by four or five people, I mean, they are super sturdy. They are great quality like devices. You know, we're not, you know, other, other companies would, you know, charge a lot more and have like some sort of weird way of monetizing you more for extra users and do all this stuff. And, you know, and, and for us, it's about, we want to charge as little as possible to give you as much benefit as possible. And it is a good business. We do make money and it needs to be a business to go back to what we started with that makes money because that's the only way that we actually can create an impact. Things that are charity and things that are money losers, they don't last. If you think about it, it's 2023, almost 2024. I don't know if you have like little siblings, if there's kids around you, if there's any, if you have any relationship to, to, to young kids, but it's really, really, really hard to be a kid today. Like I really feel bad for a fucking kid that is eight years old today. I I, I have family members that are that that age. And it's, you know, when I grew up, it's like the biggest distraction that I had was, I don't know, watching Transformers and G.I. Joe at night. Well, I mean, you know, it it was just, it was so much slower, right? You're talking about a brain that's very similar. It's the same brain, but the technology curve is so high that these kids desperately need the tools so that they can cope. It was actually Dave that had sent me this study. Saying that a psychiatric ward kid in the 1950s had better brain health than a superbly on top of their game teenager in 2000 and the 2020s, basically this decade. It's crazy. So basically, you're talking about a kid from a psychiatric ward in the 1950s had better brain health than just imagine the most polished, high-achieving kid in school today, that kid has a worse mental health. So it's, it's crazy. It's basically because we are just not built for so much noise and so much bullshit and so much technology and so many impressions. It's impossible for a kid to sit still. Good luck telling a little kid to go meditate. It's just not going to happen in a world where you, know, you can't go five seconds without a TikTok and without some sort of entertainment. And it is time that we strengthen our brains so that we can catch up.
2: So it's that, it's all the, the TikToks and the likes and the distractions. And then it's that embedded into the social hierarchy aspects. Like I look, cause I think back on like middle school and how that was, you know, hard enough in just real life without social media. And now I'm like, man, if there was like social media on top of that with clicks, I can't even imagine I would die. I'm so grateful I'm not like a teenager today. Uh, so my heart goes out to them. And actually, just quick comment on monetizing it. It's funny I because I had heard you talk about this on some other podcasts about your mission about making it free and and the role of monetizing and all of that. And so when I got I got the Mindy and then I had to sign up for the app. And normally when I go through these this program or just in general work with these products where there's an app, normally the app is like a trying to upsell you or make you subscribe to things. So normally I have to go back to the people who sent me the product and get them to like set me up with the account and like do all that. And I called it, I was like, you know what? I bet when I sign up for this app, it's not going to do any of that. And that was the case. I just like installed the app and was like, good to go. Wasn't selling me anything. So it could be sustainable making it free to everybody. Like where would the funding, would it be reimbursed by like insurance companies?
0: Yeah. So that, that, that's a big play. So there, there's some, Some big B2B plays that are coming in now. There's also, yeah, insurance is a big one. Conversations with people like the NHS in the UK. There is a $6 trillion hole. Just this year alone, there's been more sick days in the UK than ever before in history. Like, just think about it. Like, it's more sick days than ever before in history. And back in the day, when people would take a day off, it was because they had back pain or because they had some some you know, some event, like something they had to go to. They had like, now across the board, people are taking- Is it mental? It's mental, it's completely mental. Everybody is burned out. Everybody has mental health issues. Everybody's, one out of two people will get a mental health condition, will develop a condition. If you think about the load that it has on the, our governments and on our companies, it's humongous imagine what having and I, I don't know if i'm supposed to say this but one of the big 4 is a, is a company that i don't want to say the the name i don't know if i'm allowed to say the name but they're they're just fantastic and purchased a bunch of mendies they're doing this program which i think is going to become the default bloomberg actually said all employers should give you know one of these devices to their employees because it's going to make them feel better and you know have a better mental health and be able to focus better and you know, but basically, one of these companies is already doing it. And if you think about it, if people in your company are happier and nicer to each other and they're taking less sick days off because they just fucking feel better and they want to show up at work and they want to see their colleagues instead of being depressed and hating their lives. And, you know, in the end, it's really good business to give that gift to your employees. And by the way, for me, it's no different than giving a gym membership to your employees. I mean, to me, that's a great investment. Like, yeah, give them the gym membership. You know, if if my employees or my colleagues or my bosses or whoever it is that I have to deal with, if they're in better shape, they're probably going to be better people because they're feeling better. and, And somebody that feels better, performs better acts better is just nicer to be around when it comes to mental health it's just been neglected but there is a world in which this huge epidemic of just throwing pills at everything is going to have to change because the systems are about to collapse it's it's just unsustainable there's just absolutely no way we we give kids and you know So many kids have ADHD. That number is growing by the second. There's, you know, just to mention one condition that's like very easy to talk about, you just go there and they'll just throw pills. They're incentivized to throw pills at you. So imagine if you give the kid the the tools to be able to take control. And if you do it early on, I mean, what a great thing. But of course, if you do it in your 70s, it's still super valid. You know, you want to fight that cognitive decline. You want to improve it, you know. It's you, you, start when you start, but you just have to start. And for me, it's just a, uh, it's, it's just a terrible thing. You know, it's like, you can't focus, you take Ritalin, you take Adderall, whatever, you know, try getting off of that shit. I don't know if you've got an experience getting off of one of these things, but it's not fun. Like try getting off of anything. It's not good. You're on antidepressants. I mean, you're living a house life. Yeah. You, you just, you know, you're not crying as much because you're not laughing as much basically. So that's, What it is, imagine if you could just self-regulate, if you could give people the power and the autonomy to be able to decide over their emotions, to be able to decide over how they feel, to decide over how they respond to certain situations, to respond to better decision making, to not be victims of their environment, that's a completely different world.
1: Yeah.
2: No, it's so incredible. I actually have an episode coming up about coming off of benzos, Melissa Bond, who wrote a memoir. And that I was like, oh my goodness. I mean, <laughs> it's crazy what happens with these pharmaceuticals. And so I'm so grateful that there's this avenue with something like Mindy. Just as a quick, brief side note. So there's the the Mindy session, but prior to that, there's two other little things I like that are really helpful. One it asks you what, what emotions you're feeling. And the list of emotions is so long. And it's made me realize I've just been really fascinated to think about like sitting down and labeling my emotions and my mental, my state. And it makes me aware of how I can have these seemingly conflicting emotions at the same time. So that's just a really nice little moment that I like. I'm assuming Mindy's like holding onto that data and, and seeing how it's correlating to the performance, I'm guessing.
0: There, there there's a purpose to everything yes like nothing is in there in vain yes
2: i figured um and you do like a smiley face and then there's also an optional breath work session as well which is super cool i heard you say on a podcast is nasa experimenting with it as well
0: it's funny i was actually getting messages right now so i need to get on a call the the, the time difference is is making it different but yeah so yeah so nasa is doing a lot of different cool things with it so basically they do um, Yeah, cognitive load tests. They do like long duration space flights. They need to get like the resilience of those pilots. You know, they need to be able to focus like just, you know, on the drop of a dime. Like they need them to be completely focused and they need to hold their focus. They do a lot of stuff, for example, at the habitat where they'll be. They'll be doing like these tasks, like just like very tedious tasks where you would basically get bored and you lose your focus. It's like if somebody's like telling you a joke that's really long. You just start dozing off and you start thinking about something else. It's basically how do you fucking keep it locked in? So basically, they'll make them like take the drone and just fly in straight lines over and over and over and over and just make sure that they hold that from the first one to the last one. And you know, they're just building resilience. They're just building that strength. Actually, a really cool thing that should be coming across at around, this should be probably somewhere around Q2 2024 is, you know, and you never know about these things because, uh, you know, I've, I've learned not to promise release dates because they can get, they, they can get delayed. But so basically think of it this way. So. You are, what, you're a somebody, you are talking about your emotions and all that. Let's say that you're somebody that is like, has a lot of anxiety. You're somebody that has, let's say, panic attacks, whatever it is. All right. I'm just giving an example. You are about to jump on the train to go somewhere and your breath is really, you're breathing fast. We pick up some biomarkers, kind of like the correlation between Apple health your aura ring, whatever it is that, that is tracking, you know, active and passive, tracking together. Your Mendy would talk to you, could be, for example, through your Apple Watch, saying, your heart is beating very, very quickly. Can you please do step one, two, three? So basically think about having a guide that is the closest thing to having, say, a life coach, a neuroscientist, a doctor next to you. That's the beauty of neurofeedback in clinics is that you have somebody holding your hand. So basically, how do we build a technology where the technology holds your hand? And the way that we do it is that what's going to happen, and people will see this very, very soon, and you'll see the the evolution of the product is that it's going to tell you, I need you to breathe two breaths out, you know, one you know two breaths in, one breath out, this, that, whatever. Let's remember this. these are the steps for you. It's going to be personalized. so, The whole thing about Mendy is that it's extremely personalized because we have all that data and we integrate all that data from everybody else. So what that does is we can predict that you're going to have some sort of issue or we can predict and we can help you from having something. I I can give you another kind of like made up use case. Let's say that you're somebody that has a history of of addiction or something and we get some biomarkers that will tell us, you know, you'll, you'll get a notification on your phone, on your watch, whatever, saying like, have you been drinking perhaps it's time to stop because you know we know where your how your body biologically reacts to certain things and imagine the power of that of just cuz sometimes all it takes is somebody saying hey melanie do you really want to eat that last cookie and you're like ah no mom fuck it i'm actually not going to eat that cookie thank you you understand it's it's those things really do make a big difference in 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 people's lives you know the the path that we have going forward is is really just deep personalization and deep understanding of the person that we are trying to help.
2: Hi friends, an incredible fasting aid is coffee. Yes, I am all about the coffee. I am a huge fan of its health benefits, as well as how it can support your fast and really help with energy and fat burning. And I have a big announcement, the brand of coffee that I have been drinking for an entire decade now, I am no longer drinking. And use the coupon code Melanie Avalon to get 10% off. Again, that is melanieavalon.com slash danger coffee with the coupon code Melanie Avalon for 10% off. This is my favorite coffee. Like I said, it takes some really good coffee and convincing biohacking health reasons to break me from my 10 year decade bulletproof coffee habit. But sometimes you just got to upgrade. And by the way, this would make epic presents for people. This can just become your go-to present. Not only will people love it, but you'll be helping their health as well. Everybody wins. MelanieAvalon.com slash Danger Coffee with the coupon code Danger Coffee. Awesome. It's so incredible. Well, so I bet listeners are super eager to try Mindy. So thank you so much for this. You're so generous. Listeners can actually go to Mindy.io and you can use the coupon code Melanie20 and that will get you 20% off a Mindy device. So I definitely recommend checking it out. Like we talked about all throughout this episode, there's so many use cases. It It can basically just potentially help. I don't want to say everything, but potentially everything. Well, thank you so much for your time. Again, I know it's super late there. I'm so grateful to have met you. I'm really excited about the future. I wish I realized you were at the biohacking conference, I think. I think you. I saw you mention it somewhere. Are you going next year to the one in Dallas?
0: 100%.
2: Okay. Because I was at the one in Orlando. We'll have to meet up in Dallas. That'd be super fun.
0: 100%. I'll, I'll be there with the whole team, actually. Well, a good part of it.
2: Awesome. I'm really excited about the updates. So maybe we can bring you back on in the future when, when that launches so we can tell listeners about that because I'm sure they'll be very excited.
0: I would love that. Thank you, Melanie.
2: Awesome. And sorry, I swear this is the last one. The last. It's, I just ask every single guest at the end of the show and it's just because I realize more and more each day how important mindset is. So what is something that you're grateful for?
0: The fact that I get to... There's many of things, but the one that i can think of right now at 1:15 in the morning here in dubai is the the fact that I, that i have access to somebody like you that can magnify this message and maybe this is how you know that 15 year old having panic attacks or that you know 60 year old that can't sleep because of the nightmares that they have from war you know this is how the message gets to them and that's how we improve another life so for me i'm very grateful for you and for you know for the the microphone that is allowed for us to to speak about what we do
2: awesome well thank you so much i am so grateful as well i'm so excited to see the future of everything i appreciate everything you're doing so much and have a good night in dubai
0: i appreciate you melanie thank you so much put out yeah